And welcome to the Footy Sphere. We are back in 2020 with another episode of our podcast. I'm joined again by my trusty sidekick, uh, Andrew Nadu. He's here. And Andrew, how was your New Year's, man? Oh, happy New Year to you too, Tan. Yeah, it was a good one. Huh? Just uh, looking forward to a great year. How about you? Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a good year, especially, well, hopefully in football terms for my team. This should be the year, but I still don't want to get too carried away. I'm just trying to stay grounded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been saying it for a while now. This is your year, but everybody's saying, Andrew, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All the fans don't want to hear it. We've been in this position too many times. Yeah, yeah you're looking forward to it because this is the end of the Christmas fixtures. Where, uh, two nights ago is the end of the Christmas uh, fixtures, the craziness. It was good fun having the Christmas break. And now we're on to... The magic of the FA Cup. Yeah, man, it's a nice break. Well, not for the for uh, all the teams. It's a nice break from the Premier League, but the teams are still playing. Teams still got to manage that intense schedule because it's still pretty uh, tight at the moment. What did yeah. you make of the New Year's Day fixtures? Uh, the New Year's Day fixture, I think, pretty much went to plan. There wasn't, I think, too much upsets, too much yet, except for that Watford game. At Watford game where uh, they got the result against Wolves. And, wow, that was good. I think they really, really deserved that win against Wolves. Uh, beforehand, uh, I remember, I think we spoke a few weeks before about Spurs. I didn't think they could get something at Saints. Honestly, I thought Saints would come away with something there. They did. Leicester looked amazing against Newcastle. And everybody else pretty much kept on turning on, huh? Yeah, um, the Watford story is pretty cool because like, ever since we started the show, we've been big fuck positive about Watford and they've always been yeah. letting us down. And we said in the podcast before we went on our break that Watford could do something and they came out and they did do something. They won 3-0 against Aston Villa, uh, also yeah. getting a red card in that game as well. Then they came and beat Wolves, also getting a red card in that game. And now that's two wins for them on the bounce. It's very positive for a team that was struggling there at the bottom. Yeah, because... On Christmas, they were bottom of the log. And and since Christmas, or again before Christmas, we look at it, they were 10 points away from safety. Now, they're two points away from getting out the drop. And honestly, I think the way they play at the moment, they play Bournemouth in a relegation battle. They could be easy in 16th place come the next game. Oh, yeah. And talking about the similar situation, Southampton also had found themselves in a similar situation there. And they've also now been putting up a few good victories and getting themselves on a good run. And they're also taking themselves, like, in a safer position to fight for that relegation spot. Or to yeah, get out of that spot, let me say. Yeah, yeah, they're in 12th place now, and they've picked up 10 points from their last... 15 points before Christmas. Now they're on 25 points. They could be two to three wins away from being okay. And... It's really, really interesting to see what this league is. Because if you actually look at it, you're looking at a set of teams that need to get a 40 points. And the way things are working now, you may need more than... I think they say 40 is safe, but the way the teams are playing now, I think I think Norwich could be in deep trouble here. They haven't won a game during Christmas, huh? No, they're struggling. They've only got, what, three, three wins in this season so far? Yeah, three wins. They look like they were okay. They keep scoring. They keep managing to score against everyone. The problem is they cannot keep the ball out of their own net. 
you yeah. know how good they are with Pookie and Cantwell at the moment. They just can't keep the ball out. Mm. Well, yeah, so we'll see how that continues to unfold. But let's talk about West Ham also, a team that was at one stage struggling, David Moyes coming in, and they put out a big performance to win 4-0 at home. Their fans yeah. must have been very happy. Yeah, that's, that is something that's going to really rejuvenate them because now they put a little bit of space between them and the relegation zone. And, oh, that is such a big game. And next they go up against a good Sheffield side, but... It just looks so good for them at the moment. New manager, they've got a good squad. You can say what you want about the stadium, but uh, they should be okay. Yeah, they still got to uh, fight it out there with Burnley, Aston Villa, Bournemouth, Watford, as we said, and Norwich City. So there's no like really team that you can pick out that's really poor or that you think, okay, they're probably going to stay down. I even mm. think even though Norwich is on their bad run, I'd still see with the quality of play that they can produce them having maybe a steady run that can help them out there. Yeah, and, if, and, and, I do, and I do think you're right. I think a win or two, they're the same thing that Watford needed. They just needed a win. And then all of a sudden, two or three wins come out, and before you know it, you're looking to get out the relegation. One team that I'm quite worried about is Newcastle. Newcastle got one win during that whole Christmas break there. They got three points, everybody thought they were okay, and now they're four points off the drop there. Yeah, and they also, I think out of all the sides, when I, when I watch them, they do le- look the least likely to like be creative. I mean, they, their football is at the yeah. moment a little bit dull, if that's the yeah. right word for me to use. I just feel like when I watch them, they're not exciting. They, they don't look threatening to a lot of teams at the moment. Yeah, and that's and that the one thing Newcastle fans were worried about when they got Steve Bruce. They knew they could keep teams out. And defensively, they haven't been bad. But... The one problem has been them going forward. You look at uh, Jordanson, I think he's got one, maybe two goals this season. Yeah. Almeron's got one. I can't see where the goals are coming from at the moment. Yeah, and Andy Carroll being back there, he's also, sometimes when you see him play, you think, okay, maybe this guy can recapture the form that saw him um, be sought after by Liverpool and Liverpool bought him. But he's just, yeah. uh, he's off the pace now. I don't think Andy Carroll will ever recapture that form again. No, no, no. And the thing is with this, with the major, uh, the major knee up last year and how things are going there, I, I think he's, I think he's uh, had his time in the sunshine. And now it's just about the smaller clubs and helping them get through, play the big ball up, and yeah, playing maybe a more of a Peter Crouch role at the moment. Yeah, but I'm not going to talk about the two big, the the two big sides of the league at the moment. I'm just going to talk about one more fixture: the Arsenal United fixture. Um, we said that Arteta coming in, he was showing that the team was, he had a structure that he wanted him to play a little right. bit more intense. The fitness needed to be a little bit higher. There was a lot more practice going in and it showed against United that they can dominate teams. I mean, they in that first half took the game to United and they were incredible. It was great to watch an Arsenal team play that kind of football game. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. And this is coming from a Spurs fan. Arsenal, when you watch Arsenal in full flow, is one of the nicest teams to watch. But when they're half and half and they're trying to keep ball sideways and backwards, it doesn't look good. But when they're on that front foot, going forward, moving it well, that's where you want them to be. A couple of seasons ago, when they had Wilshofer, Giroud, Mkhitaryan, Uzel, you're like, wow, Sanchez. I mean, no, they didn't have Sanchez, Mkhitaryan back then. He's like, wow, this team can play. And... Uh, 
And I think Arteta is going to give them that now at the moment. And I think they could be really up there with the chance for Europe at the moment. They are what? They are nine points off top four. Is that enough? Yeah, I think I think they can catch up in, uh, nine points. But that top four race looking quite heated at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's get into what's going to happen this weekend. The FA Cup yeah. blisters. There's obviously a, a, a heap of fixtures. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. all the clubs in England that are in this round now that are just pushing through. So yeah. give me uh, one of the fixtures that you're looking at that you think something people should take a look at. Obviously, besides the obvious. We'll talk about the obvious at the end. Oh, yeah. The obvious game at the end. No. Um, the one game that I, that I really like is the last game of the weekend. That's the Monday night game. That's the Arsenal-Leeds game. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, I was actually doing some research on this game, and the last time these two teams played, if you remember, it was that game where Thierry Henry came back. Yeah. And he scored that uh, winner against Leeds, and oh, it was really something to see. And now if we actually look at this, Leeds are doing quite well in the championship. They look like they could be on their way back to the Premier League again. We said this last year and they messed it up at the end there. Yeah. And Arsenal just coming into some form there. And uh, and I'd like to see actually Leeds give them a run for their money this weekend. And it could be a very good fixture to watch and a good fixture just to see how they're going to go about things. No, and, definitely, yeah, like, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then for you, what's a game that stands out for you? I've been looking at a few. Um... At the moment, one that looks really good for me is the Wolves Man United, obviously, but that's a yeah. that's another, another Premier League fixture. Yeah. But one that interests me, and it's although it's like I know the team isn't really at the top of the game, but Southampton and Huddersfield. Yeah, I was actually looking at that as well. Because Got Huddersfield have something to prove. <laughs> but they sitting in Huddersfield, although getting relegated, they're sitting quite low in the championship. Yeah. They're currently in 20th place. Uh, 26 games. They've only won seven, and they're going to be playing against the, res- the <clears throat> sorry, on the up Southampton team from the Premier yeah. League. So that could be very interesting. It could be Huddersfield's chance to show their fans that give them something like, okay, we got you relegated last year, but we're going to make a fight in the FA Cup this year for you. So that could turn out to be a very interesting game for people to watch. Yeah, and and that's that's one thing we always say: it's the magic of the FA Cup. You you. You go to some places here, it's a cold, winter, dreary day, a pitch that looks far from football. You should be playing football on it. And now you got these top teams going there, they're bringing in their B team, and you're playing from there. And that's something a few teams have to be wary of this weekend. I'm looking at West Ham United going to Gillingham this week, and that could be a game where I think there could be an upset. Yeah. Actually, because that's because that's what you want. You want to see these big teams with these tiny stadiums, and it's going to be rough. And you know they're going to get something from there. But the main thing for most of the teams, if you look at all the sides here, most of the the Premier League teams have home games uh, in in the, this round. Actually, yeah. uh, very few have the dreaded away game where you have to go to. Uh, let's say modest stadiums that have to t- take a win from there. Yes. No, no, of course, it's working in the Premier League favour. Um, Leicester yeah. City are playing Athletic, who we're going to have won the FA Cup before. I yeah. don't see them getting there. I see 
Brendan Rodgers is structured too strong for a team like Wigan, yeah. and I think Leicester will win that. City Port Vale, I think that's also pretty self-explanatory. I'm pretty certain City should, even if they make wholesale changes, <clears throat> they've got a strong enough squad to to beat them quite comfortably. An yeah. upset that can happen is the Merseyside derby. Yeah. yeah, you do. Klopp has already yeah. confirmed. Klopp has already said that we will see fresh legs in this game. Mm. Um, he's brought back Nat Phillips from Stuttgart to play in the defence because yeah. we're short on defence. So I'm pretty certain he's going to start. We're going to maybe see Curtis Jones, Liverpool's uh, promising youngster, start. Um, yeah. Minamino, who's just been signed, I think he'll get a, a play there. We're going to see first hands of him. And we know mm. when Ancelotti has signed, he had said, he wants to win the FA Cup with Everton. So I don't see Ancelotti yeah. making too many changes. He's going to go with a team as strong as he possibly can to come and beat Liverpool, especially at Anfield, because Everton haven't won there in forever. Yeah, and speaking about your team there, I honestly think the other game, speaking about my team, could be the other upset of the weekend. Um, we go to Middlesbrough this week, and oh, the form we're in at the moment—it's not looking great for us at at at, at 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 the moment. Being a Spurs fan, and uh, Middlesbrough is in the same, pretty much the same predicament we are in. Looking at the middle of the table, looking okay, they're doing all right. They could be there, there for playoff spots going through, and Spurs coming off a really, really tough um, winter schedule now and no Son, no Kane. You may have to play some of your youth players through here. Uh, I think it could be a dangerous game going to uh, the Riverside this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, but do you not think that this could be a game that Mourinho can look to and say, okay, we're playing a team that is obviously by standings a lesser team than us. Let's yeah. go. Let's show some intent, and let's try use this game as a foundation, somewhere where we can start recovering the season a little bit. Do you not think Mourinho could be trying to hype the players up in that way? Uh yeah, because I because I think he is because at the beginning of the season when he signed, he, that's the one thing he did say. He said, "I want top four and a trophy, and the only trophy he can get at the moment is the FA Cup." Yeah, and I think this is the one where he has to go all out. In Spurs fans are really, really not happy with Daniel Levy and the owners at the moment after what they've said about how much we have to spend and the money and so on. And looking at it, I think this could be a statement game, but we understand where the team is at the moment. One of injuries and suspensions and things is not looking good going into the game. But, but if we get through this here and we looking at all the other big teams that play each other, it could be a good game for us yeah. just to get to have one more fixture, make the festive break slight. I mean, the festive break slightly longer, play a fully strength team and really go and make a statement against uh, Mulder. Yeah. Um, as, uh, last question before we start saying our goodbyes. Um, as a yeah. Spurs fan, would yeah. you take the FA Cup win, so you win the FA Cup and not finish yeah. top four? Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Because we made it to the Champions League final. We were 90 minutes away from winning the Champions League final and it mean, and we've lost almost everything this season. We've made top four more consistently than most teams in the last six years and our club is back to stage one at the moment. 
that biggest game for us was a Champions League game. If we won it, everything would have changed. It would have okay. been it and go from there. But you give me a cup now and yeah, I think I'll take it. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I just wanted to hear what your opinion on was that. Um, yeah. I don't have anything else to say. I don't know if there's anything else you want to speak about. Uh, just one little game. We haven't discussed, the, I think, the, probably the biggest game yet, that Wolves-United game, the big one. Yeah, and, no, uh, she didn't say anything on it. Yeah, yeah, and I think if United get knocked out here and don't have a good run, do you think Ole's gone? Yo, it's a tough one, eh? Um, I think a lot of United fans would definitely want him gone. But I don't know if would you see the board or the board not looking at him to try and maybe be a long term solution and see what he can do and will they wait until the end of the year? I'm not too sure. I really um I don't follow United. I don't see enough of them to actually really know. But on the reason, thing is, yeah, thing, is, thing, is, thing is wrong again. They've got the injuries to the big players now. They most of their goals and winning uh, and the way they're winning games more is from pens and from their players, they're leaking goals at the back. Um, and Oregon and Solskjaer's record is 27% win rate, the lowest of any manager at Manchester United. If that was any other club, he, he would have been sacked a long time ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, maybe. Maybe if, especially uh, if they can't get through the next round, it could be the end of him. Yeah, honestly, do you think so? Are they at uh, Old Trafford? Uh, no, I think they are at Wolves. They're at the Molineux. Yeah, I know. Um, what I was saying is we might see your yeah. old manager there at Old Trafford if Ole goes. Yeah, could be. And he said he wants to come back. So, uh, good for him. The thing is, the way we treated him, I'd be more than happy to see him at United. Yeah, I think he deserved a lot more. <laughs> All right, cool, Andrew. Always good to chat to you. It's good to be, have the first episode of 2020 out the way. Yeah, it's a good one. And enjoy your FA Cup. Same to you, bud. Have a good one. Yeah, See you in the next episode.